Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Thanks so much for joining us today here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner and myself. My name is Chris Swan. Really do appreciate you spending part of your day, spending part of 2023 with us here on the show. Here's how you reach out, 419-794-3030. That's the phone number once again, 419-794-3030. Online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. On today's show, you know, you probably update your cell phone every uh, couple years, but how often do you update your estate plan now that the annual enrollment period has ended for Medicare? Do you still get a do-over? And if so, how does that work? Uh, a little bit of legislation that passed at the very end of 2022 that you may have missed and how to get ready to retire. All this and more. But first, let me check in with the guys. Got a crowded house today. I have Nolan Baker. I have Scott Kirshner and Mr. Chaz Price. So, gentlemen, glad to be with you all. How are you today? We're doing great. Yeah, we've got the whole A-team lined up for mm-hmm. today to kind of talk yep. about uh, getting things going for the new year and, of course, helping our listeners make smart financial decisions and, you know, plan ahead. So it's good to be here. Glad to be on the show again, Chris, and uh, glad to be sitting with you guys again. Yeah, Happy you know, uh, 2023 is over and um, got the gray hair. I think they came from in the beard here. I think they came from uh, AEP. It was a, a tremendous AEP, but that's over and done with. So we're going to talk a little bit later in the show on uh, OEP. Exactly. So that's a little later on the show. But first, I want to talk about this. The Federal Reserve is actually expected to raise interest rates again on February 1st. But it appears the stock market's already trying to factor in when the Fed is going to begin to cut rates to reduce them. Here's former Fed Vice Chair Roger Ferguson on CNBC. So I think there are probably two, maybe three more moves by the Fed, 50 basis points in the February meeting, maybe 25 after that, and then probably they're done. But I think where the market is wrong is on the expectation of of cutting. When we looked at the most recent summary of economic projections, there was no sign there of the Fed expecting to cut during this year. And when we listened to Jay Powell's press conference after the meeting, there was no sign of that either. So I think the market is ahead of itself based on the way the Fed sees things today. And basically, that means it's probably going to be even more volatility in 2023. So what are you guys telling investors as far as their their resolutions for this year goes financially? Well, I think we get some great steps for you. So first of all, what I would say is volatility creates opportunity. Mm-hmm. Again, it's all perspective on how you take a look at things. There's uh, some great things, I think, to take a look at. Number one, with the increase in interest rates, uh, a lot of the fixed traditional products that are out there, whether it's bank CDs or fixed annuities, you know, I'm seeing rates I haven't seen this high in, you know, 20 years with how high rates are. Uh, I had somebody had called up uh, recently and wanted to make a deposit into an account and, you know, wanted a a money market type fund to be able to deposit some money in. And I explained to them, you know, the the Schwab seven-day yield, now this is as of January 6th with waivers, the Schwab Value Advantage Money Fund currently has a 4.27% a 4.27% yield. Uh, so it's a place where I put my cash. And, you know, if you're thinking about money that you have savings set aside and, you know, money's not working for you, uh, if you're not earning 4.27% in your uh, savings account or money market account or your checking and you have uh, some money that you want to redirect, that's a, a perfect example of where there's opportunities. There's also a lot of opportunities, you know, within the, the fixed space. But again, volatility for me i think as an investor and i know we've done a lot of reviews 
news towards the end of the year and of course now here in the beginning of the year um, it gets people a little nervous and uh, you know people aren't sure what to do you know is this the new norm or sometimes you hear people say you know well, well this time it's different mm-hmm. um, one of the things that we have done here at america's retirement headquarters is we've rolled out probably one of our most comprehensive educational plans over the next six months. Uh, And what I would tell you first and foremost to do is to get educated and jump aboard the process that we have. It's called the Retirement Journey. If you go over to our website, it's ARHQ.com. If you go over to the website, click on the Events tab, and what you'll notice is that we have uh, several great events that are coming up first of all we have uh, a movie night uh we're going to be talking about the danger zones and you know we're briefly going to talk for 10 15 minutes going to be introducing kind of all of the different events that people can get involved in and then uh we're going to show the number one movie of last year which is the new top gun that came out maverick uh we'd love to have you out if you're a listener of ours come on out to the mommy indoor theater we've got popcorn we've got you know drinks and refreshments and candy uh learn about the danger zones and learn about the other events that are coming up next month we have our semi-annual economic update uh at the semi-annual economic update we'll be going over the journey through retirement uh we also have a couple of educational events that we do at bowling green state university at the levis commons perrysburg campus uh, we even have uh, some dinner events so education we're certainly invested into you our listeners and our clients to help navigate the, this type of environment but i guess when we look at volatility guys what would you say that uh, you're experiencing and you know what are some of the feedback that you're talking to people about as they build out their financial resolutions yeah nolan um i, I really like the the fact that we've got this educational um lineup coming up here in the next couple of months because it is definitely um in need uh, there's just been a lot of confusion rhetoric out there I mean in particularly when you listen to the Fed speak it's kind of like almost like getting a history lesson in the 1970s I mean and then you hear them say well this is kind of a new um, new environment we we're really in uncharted territory yet uh, they're you know still not really looking at the signs uh, as in the um, the comment that they said earlier there's no um, plans to really cut interest rates. So to me, that kind of sounds counterintuitive that if we're in uncharted territory, you should really be looking at the data. So my my takeaway to clients, what we've been talking about is not to look too heavy, not to put too much um, emphasis on Fed speak or what you see on CNBC. You know, definitely want to be referring back to your financial plan and, and your retirement income plan, taking a look at you know, where are your sources of income coming from? Are they coming from the stock market or are they coming from other reliable sources of income? So we've been having that conversation a lot. Also, you know, making sure that you have enough cash to get you through the next couple of months, because mm-hmm. I agree, we are going to go into a little bit of a, a choppy, a more choppy period of time. You know, just because it's the new year doesn't mean that, you know, we're getting a fresh start in the market. It, we're still kind of in the same market that we were before the end of the year. So making sure you have enough cash, not overreacting too much to Fed speak and what you hear on the news and just kind of revisiting your financial plan and maybe upgrading quality and when there's opportunity. Yeah, you really want to be long-term goal-focused, 
plan-driven investor, you know, poor results are going to come from making short-term decisions. In my opinion, chaos is likely to continue in 2023. Mm -hmm. As Chaz just pointed out, just because the ball dropped on 1231 doesn't mean the economy gets a restart. <laughs> you know, it's at the beginning of October that you've seen the market really come down pretty significantly. You know, here towards the beginning of January, going back to October 2021, uh, the S&P is down about 27%. At the same time, though, it's all about perspective. So since the onset of the pandemic uh, early in 2020, the overall markets were higher at the end of 2022. Uh, at the end of uh, the 2019, the S&P was at about 38.39 versus uh, 32.31. So that's a gain of still 19%. Uh, not a great gain, but not bad considering the fact that the economic, financial, political, geopolitical world blew up over the last couple of years. And again, over that time frame, the market's still higher. So it's again about perspective. Specific ideas, again, ideas to increase protection. There's some great strategies that we can implement on some of the safe products that we work with. Uh, some products offer bonuses to help get you back on track. We have some um, strategies within our Schwab uh, platform that can help provide downside protection. And then for those of you that are looking to take advantage of the volatility for growth ideas, you know, we focus on making sure that you own quality companies. And some of these companies, according to websites like Morningstar, are trading at a, a big discount. So turn volatility into opportunity. And again, the way that you can do that is uh, we'll take a look at some different things and show you specific investments that we like in your portfolio if you're looking for a second set of opinion and or go to the website and register for coming out to one of our upcoming events. Uh, anybody out there that has an HSA account, an HSA is typically a, a money market account, right? Mm -hmm. And with the interest rates and the money market numbers that you were talking about with interest, anybody that's putting money into their HSA account, you're going to uh, realize those gains from uh, you know the 4% interest rates and things like that. So that's also another area which will carry over into your Medicare when you do turn 65 if you're not already. So you'll be able to use that money that's in that HSA account. It's tax-free dollars to help uh, offset some of those expenses as well. It's really easy to uh, focus on the negatives, you know, the likelihood of more, more market volatility, a possible recession coming this year. But if you can take a step back and see where the opportunities may lie to really, now would be a good time to really tighten up your retirement plan and maybe implement some of these strategies that the guys are talking about here. If you need help with that, well, good news. You don't have to go it alone. You probably shouldn't go it alone, honestly. America's Retirement Headquarters is here for you here on the show, of course. You can give a call, schedule a time to speak with them at their office, 419-794-3030 or as Nolan pointed out, a lot of great educational events coming up here. You can go to ARHQ.com, click on the events tab, and go ahead and reserve your space. Again, that is at ARHQ or America's Retirement Headquarters.com. In uh, the end of 2019, Secure Act, the first Secure Act was passed. And Nolan, as you're fond of saying, history doesn't repeat itself, but it does often rhyme. One of the final things that Congress did at the end of 2022 was pass something called Secure 2.0, a new law designed to boost participation in workplace retirement plans. So, uh, what do people need to know? What are the main features and how does it help retirement savers? 
Well, there is a lot to it, and it's a matter of uh, kind of applying those rules to your individual situation. So anytime there are new rules that come out, I would encourage you to sit down with a financial professional and, you know, see how it applies to your situation. So let's talk about some of the biggest ones that are out there. First of all, we have another postponement to required minimum distribution. Uh, so what it's going to do is it's going to raise the age for mandatory withdrawals uh, from 401ks, retirement accounts, from the current age of 72, which keep in mind was just changed not that long ago, uh, but under the new SECURE Act, starting next year, savers are going to be required to take withdrawals beginning at the age 73, uh, a change that gives them more time to kind of squirrel away some cash for retirement. And the legislation would effectively and eventually raise this threshold to age 75. Uh, one that I thought was kind of interesting is a rollover of a 529 plan balance to Roth IRAs. A 529 plan is one of the plans that you think about when you're putting money aside for kids in college. Um, maybe the child ended up joining the military, you know. So under the new provisions, they have the ability where uh, you could take part of the 529 plan if it wasn't all used for higher education expenses, uh, be able to roll that over. So if you look at it under the old plan, it's still in effect in 2023, leftover balances in the 529 educational savings plan uh, could be taken as a non-qualified distribution, meaning that you're not using it for higher education. But the earnings portion of the distribution would be subject to an income tax and a 10% penalty. Uh, beginning in 2024, based upon the provisions in the new law, you're allowed to roll up to $35,000 of the leftover funds into a Roth IRA. The $35,000 threshold, though, it's still going to be a lifetime limit subject to a few restrictions. Um, you've got to you know, be able to meet the criteria. Uh, the 529 has had to been in effect for at least 15 years, and the funds need to move directly into a Roth IRA uh, with the same individual who was the beneficiary of the 529 plan. Any 529 plan contributions made in the previous five years and earnings attributed to those contributions are not eligible to be rolled over into a Roth IRA uh, and that amount be given to a tax-free amount. There was a, and I look at the guys around the room, I mean, you're obviously all looking at me a, a little bit of glazy-eyed because, <laughs> you know, the tax laws I'm giving it to you, it's somewhat confusing. So as I was, uh, you know, finishing that statement talking about 529 plans, just know this, there's new tax laws in the SECURE Act 2.0. Mm -hmm. And if you apply it to your situation correctly, you could benefit from it. And if not, you could miss out. So if you feel like what I just said, and you're like, wow, I'm completely uninformed about this. And if you feel like maybe the financial professional or the accountant or professional that you're working with is uninformed, uh, maybe it's time to get informed about things. There's also a lot of big changes that go into effect for those folks who are looking for making you know, contributions or uh, donations to charity. So if you're a higher income earner or if you're philanthropic minded, if you're over the age, uh, you know, 72, you know, depending on where you're at, if you're looking to donate to charity, there's also some new rules that went into uh, effect 
automatic enrollment period is a new option. There's extra catch-up provisions if you're looking to try to save a little bit more based upon age. And uh, the ability to get you know, a withdrawal for an emergency is something that's new that's out there. So there are some new things that came out. And again, I would say find out what those things are. One of the ways that you can find out those things, come out to one of our educational events that we have coming up in the Baby Boomers Classics and our economic update. We're going to be talking about the Secure Act 2.0, uh, those rule changes. And uh, that information, you can sign up online. It's ARHQ.com. Click on the Events tab. Or again, just uh, go over to the website, click on the Events tab, and we'd love to have you come out. Yeah, the only thing I would add to that, Nolan, is the, I think the biggest takeaway is the postponement of the required minimum distributions. I think that's huge in the sense that it's going to give our clients, retirees, time to, you know, further convert assets from taxable to tax-free statuses, um, which in, in some cases, you know, that delaying of the tax burden, if you're not doing a conversion, may not always be a good thing. I know you and I have both been kind of shouting from the the rooftops about the advantages of converting dollars, you know, paying taxes in today's dollar now in the expectation that in the future uh, taxes are going to be a lot higher. And so that's one of the opportunities I think that you could you could uh, really take advantage of by working with an advisor here. Let us go through your tax situation, bring in your 1040. We'll identify if it makes sense to pay some tax now. You know, it's almost like being at the grocery store and you see something's on sale. Right. And, you know, for, you know, what the price was before, what the price is now and generally how long the sale is going to last. Well, I think taxes are on sale right now. We'd expect them to be going up in the future. And so uh, come in, have a conversation, get a tax analysis done. And we'll let you know if, as you said, the the new Secure Act 2.0 rule to, um, you know, delay taking retirement distributions is actually to your benefit. You're certainly not going to go to the grocery store and say, yeah, you know what? I'm going to come back and I'm going to pay a full price. I'm going to come back next week when, when the price goes back up. It's the same sort of thing that happened in 2020 when they uh, the waived the required minimum distribution for, for retirees out there. They, you didn't have to take them out there. And I know something that you guys had said is, you know, just because you don't have to take them doesn't mean that you can't utilize strategies and maybe consider doing it and doing conversions. If we know what the rules are now and the rules did very much change between last year and this year, uh, kind of under the cover of darkness, like they're want to do, uh, to see what the new rules are and how they can apply to you in the most beneficial way possible. Schedule a time to speak with the team at America's Retirement Headquarters. That phone number is 419-794-3030. That's 419-794-3030. Or you can go online and also register for the upcoming events they've got, ARHQ.com. Now, Scott, uh, it's true. The manual, uh, Medicare annual enrollment period did end in December, and people here in 2023 might be wondering if the change they made in their plan was the best choice might be having second thoughts about that Mm -hmm. so uh, is it too late since we're already past the annual enrollment period uh no actually it's not too late um if you uh, made a change to your plan your advantage plan uh during the annual enrollment period obviously you know that runs from uh, october 15th to december 7th and that ended um uh 1201 midnight is when it actually ended on the 7th and believe it or not you know you'd be surprised at the number of people that i actually talked to on the 6th saying is it too late you know i had people calling up and saying is it too late i want to make a change i want to get into this plan i haven't really decided uh but that ended and you know I think the way the reason why they ended is so they can get the new ID cards out, they can get everything put in place, so everybody's got their information in hand by uh, January first. 
that brings us to the open enrollment period. So the open enrollment period is actually starting uh, to start at January 1st. It runs until March 31st. So uh, this is the time where you can actually get that do over, so to speak. You know, if you made a plan change uh, during the AEP and you feel that that plan might not be the best plan for you, uh, you may have discovered that a doctor retired and that um, uh, you want to pick a new doctor, but you can't find a doctor that's in your plan. This would be a way to change your plan to get that doctor in network. Uh, maybe you found some prescriptions that um, maybe are not uh, uh, covered the way you thought they were going to be covered when you made your plan choice. So during the open enrollment period, you can make a one-time change. Uh, you can actually change and go back to the plan you had originally before you changed during the annual enrollment period. If you make a change, let's say you decide to change here where, uh, the, you know, the second week in January and you decide to make a change here in January, that change actually takes effect and starts. Uh, February 1st. If you wait until February, it starts March 1st. Uh, so there are some uh, um, available changes to be made. Now, one thing that I do want to caution you on, if you have a Medicare supplemental plan, okay, so we're not talking Advantage, we're talking a Medicare supplemental plan, you can make a change to your supplemental plan any time throughout the year. The only thing that I would caution you on there is you would be medically underwritten. And very simply what that means is when you fill out an application to go through and, and change to a new Medicare supplement plan, you have all of the health questions to answer. If for some reason you have a, a health condition, you could be denied coverage to switch from one supplement to a, another supplemental plan. Uh, but the open enrollment period really doesn't pertain to that. Uh, so if you do have a supplement, then more than likely you're going to have what's called a standalone prescription drug plan. Uh, the prescription drug plans are only um, convertible during the AEP. Uh, so you want to make sure that, um, uh, you know, you pick the plan that you're comfortable with moving forward. I did have a client that um, uh, this past week, they she called me up and um, her plan was a supplement with a prescription drug plan. And uh, she is now on a, a new drug to her, which is called Eloquist. It's a very expensive drug. She calls me up and says, uh, I'd like to change my prescription plan. I know it's past December 7th, but I would still like to change my drug plan. Unfortunately, uh, there's nothing we can do. Uh, the first time she filled that prescription, it was like $650. Uh, it's going to be roughly $300 a month for her to get her um, Eloquist. So um, it's it's horribly unfortunate. There are some loopholes and ways to kind of navigate through that, uh, but you got to really you got to really be cautious with that um, and make sure that it makes sense. So, yes, you can make that one-time change during the um, uh, the open enrollment period, and uh, then you'll be locked into that plan and still until the um, the following year. So, Scott, you know, going back uh, towards the end of last year, you know, for the last couple of months, it seems like I've seen countless commercials on TV talking mm -hmm. about, you know, these new plans and offering different benefits. And, um, you know, maybe you call up the 800 number and you switch from the plan that you're in. Um, 
getting the packet of information, you know, somebody finally goes through that and then, you know, the plan isn't exactly what maybe they thought they saw in the 60-second sure. commercial. Uh, would that be an example of then where people are making changes? Absolutely. You know, one thing, if you if you look online, you shop online, um, you know, these companies, they, they, they put these commercials uh, out there for you to call. They, they do, uh, well, to be to be blunt about it, they, it's basically scare tactics. You know, you may get a, you see a commercial, you pick up the, the phone and call that 800 number, and they tell you, well, if you uh, haven't made this change, you could be jeopardizing losing some coverages, so we could go ahead and get you signed up right now. You make that change, during this open enrollment period, you can change back and get an advisor like myself instead of using an 800 number to uh, contact them. So, yeah, Nolan, that's a great point. This is a perfect opportunity for someone to uh, change either to a new agent or go back to the plan that they were on prior. Yeah, so I guess the way that I would summarize it is it's uh, kind of like last call, right? It's last call. Last yep. call. So if you, you know, got your coverage on the internet uh, by shopping around or mm -hmm. called an 800 number, and if you're just still, you know, not sure, maybe you didn't read that 50-page policy, <laughs> and uh, maybe you're confused on some of the terminology, and this is all a new area for you. I do believe that's one of the unique advantages that uh, America's Medicare Associates and Scott offers is come right into our office. We're here local in Maumee. You know, independent can sit down and look at what you have, uh, make sure that as you move forward uh, you have a good understanding of the policy benefits that you have and you've made that right choice and if you're got a question in the back of your mind it's as easy as picking up the phone and giving us a call yeah, yeah absolutely the other thing I would add to what I love about working with you Scott is that I don't have to worry about that stuff you know right. it, it gives uh, your financial advisor the opportunity to focus on what you want them to focus sure. on and what they're Absolutely. best at. And so what I've noticed in previous lives and with other advisory firms that are one man, one woman shop that mm -hmm. try to be all things to everybody, uh, that's what you get here at America's Retirement Headquarters is you get that one-stop shop feel, but you have everybody working at their highest, best use in the field of practice, which they really specialize in, if I may, uh, have a passion for, which that comes off. You know. Sure, absolutely. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Definitely. It's not a Swiss Army knife approach where, you know, you've got one person that does everything and, and you know, Swiss Army knives, they do everything kind of okay. You, you want people that are actually more specialized <laughs> right. in, in each department, having people who focus on, you know, uh, on, on growth, people who focus on Medicare, people who focus on uh, any aspect you may need to take into consideration when it comes to your retirement. So pick up the phone and give a call 419-794-3030 if you have maybe some second doubts about your, your what you elected to uh, do as far as Medicare goes here in 2023, you want to take advantage of this open enrollment period. Uh, Scott K at the retirementhq.com is a way to reach out, or you can just go to the website as well, uh, arhq.com. Guys, let's be honest. Last year was not a good one for the 60-40 portfolio. The mix of 60% stocks and 40% bonds was down almost 20% in 2022, but there's a new study that's predicting the allocation will fund future annual average returns of nearly 7% because, well, they believe bonds are going to be making a comeback. Is that reason enough to stick with or maybe revisit this strategy, or is there possibly a better way to go? Yeah, you know, I think 2022, I'd say, points out the dangers of having all or too much of your money at risk. Uh, so there's this study or that study that say, here's what the expected returns would be. And, you know, at the end of the day, the market doesn't care what those projections are. The market's <laughs> going to do what the market's going to do. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, for anybody who's listened to our show for quite some time, I mean, we've been on the radio uh, almost 21 years now. Just going back a year or a year and a half ago, if you listen to the show, we had talked, you know, so much about the interest rate risk that was facing the bond market uh, and what some of the steps were that people could take that are closer to or in retirement time. The philosophy, first and foremost, that I'd say that people need to be aware of is what is called the independent income system. So the independent income system is, a, I think, a better allocation for folks to take that are close to or in retirement time. Uh, if you'd like to watch a video on that, just simply Google independent income system and uh, click on the link if you're watching this on our uh, YouTube channel and uh, we'll take you directly to that video. But the independent income system is kind of the belief that we have. Now, here's what I would say is there's a lot of articles that talk about is the 60-40 portfolio dead. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my opinion is no, because what happened is, yes, bonds went down a lot. But, you know, what we've seen is that interest rates have gone up quite a bit this year. Mm -hmm. uh, so as things calm down and work themselves through the system, uh, you know, some of the approach that's out there, that 60-40 mix might still be appropriate. Again, dependent upon your age, your risk tolerance, but somebody who's more of a buy and hold a type of investor, you know, after the market already abused a portfolio is not the time necessarily to make big changes. Maybe it's the things to think about as far as what's weak in the portfolio, you know, where's their areas to add value to the portfolio, uh, but not abandoning ship. Uh, what would you say, Chess? Yeah, I would agree. And I would kind of take it one step further to say that, you know, 2022 was a year when uh, not only the aggressive investments got beat up, as you say, but the conservative as well. So traditionally, if uh, you expected to be, you know, fairly conservative going into 2022 and experienced a 20% loss, that's was very unexpected and, and it's hard to swallow that. So uh, it's in times like in 2022 that I think it um, the traditional asset allocation or traditional uh, investment choices of stocks and bonds only are just not enough. You know, it, it really reveals some weakness and it reveals the need to have some tactical, more shorter term uh, investments or, or just a, a lens or philosophy on your portfolio. You know, because uh, generally I'm just not a huge fan of a, a 60 40 portfolio. And if, you know, you, you, you see that your advisor is saying, okay, you're just going to go into the 60 40 portfolio because it's a traditional benchmark probably thank them for their time and walk out the door because <laughs> it's uh, it, it's generally rules of thumb just is that the independent income system to kind of, you know, build on what Nolan says is a, a philosophy that we have whereby your asset allocation is set based on your actual cash flows. And so we do a good amount of what we call discovery in the first couple of meetings to really paint that picture of retirement. Have you described for us what it looks like, what an optimal retirement looks like? And I use the analogy of word painting some of the, the broad strokes and some of the sketches at first, but as we go down this retirement journey, we start to fill in some of the details. You know, where exactly do you want to travel? How much is that going to cost? And as we're starting to develop that financial plan, that budget, if you will, the asset allocation really generally flows from that. It's just essentially, you know, a matter of when you're going to need money and how much. And if we can know that with a great amount of detail, we're going to be a lot better off uh, than just choosing a 60-40 portfolio for you. Yeah, I think, you know, I've gotten into in a lot of different meetings that we've done together. And, 
you know, if you, you think about it, the 60-40 portfolio, well, it's kind of the, the analogy of driving a car. It's like, you know, setting your cruise control at 60 miles an hour. Mm. And, um, you know, the younger you are, I think uh, the more you could use that, quote, set it and forget it type mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mentality. Yeah. Um, I know it's set it and forget it. Uh, that was a gift. Uh, my father-in-law had got my wife and I a couple of years ago. It. Yep. <laughs> so we did get it out over the holidays, and we cooked our prime rib and our rotisserie chicken cooker, and we set it and forget it. But when it comes to your finances, as you point out, you have to be much more adaptive. So if you're within five years of getting ready to retire or you're just into retirement, the first five years of your retirement, that's where you need to become more adaptive overall in the portfolio. You can't just go 60 miles an hour uh, when you're dealing with your finances at retirement time. So 60 miles an hour on the turnpike, you'll get run over. Mm -hmm. uh, at the same time, 60 miles an hour on the back roads might be perfect. Again, depends upon what the weather conditions are out here in Northwest Ohio. Uh, I've told my youngest son, who's the newest driver in the family, I said, you know, just because it says 55 miles an hour doesn't mean that it's okay to drive right. 55 miles an hour. In fact, the other day when it was foggy, I said, hey, slow down, you know, leave yourself some room because it's foggy out. You know, you can back off a little bit. You can't just set it and forget it. Mm -hmm. The way that we have built it out in our process is think about it like putting a gas pedal. So when the economy looks negative, we let off that gas pedal and maybe you slow down. I know we're here in Arrowhead Park in Maumee. If you go 60 miles an hour in our neighborhood, um, you're going to get arrested. You know, you're going to get pulled over, get a ticket because it's mm -hmm. a 25 mile per hour street. So if you have a portfolio that you feel that has you've set and forget, or if you feel your advisor is set and mm -hmm. forget it, now you're the type of person that really should have what is called an independent portfolio analysis. And I've had uh, a lot of people in the last couple of weeks have called the radio show asking specifically how to get their independent portfolio analysis. You know, so we'll extend that offer again. So, you know, for five callers that call in this weekend that want an independent portfolio analysis and want to learn about this different approach and how to be more adaptive overall in the market, uh, if you call the office or if you go online, you request that information, uh, we would be happy to do that and kind of show you a, a different approach. Uh, that way you can take advantage of what's happening all in the market. If you feel like you're stuck in a philosophy of just buying hope, we have a solution for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and we'll do also, we'll go one step further uh, with that offer is, um, you know, the Monte Carlo analysis or some of the technology that we use here at the Retirement Guys is just um, award-winning and, and sometimes even blows my mind having been in the business 20 years. Some of the things that we can actually uh, help you plan for. I mean, it doesn't mean that we're always going to be right or that the account is never going to maybe fluctuate in value, but we're going to have a plan for it. And so our software and our technology will allow us to test over a thousand different scenarios to kind of describe what the possibility is. What are the, some of those wrecks that are, are looming there? Some of those potholes that when you're going 60 miles an hour, if you hit, it could, you know, basically drop your transmission in the middle of 475. We want you to be aware of those and then we'll help you avoid those through just some uh, probability analysis and, and some very uh, sophisticated tools that we've you know utilized for quite so many years. There you go. Not just being aware of the possible uh, pitfalls that could happen uh, as you approach uh, retirement, but also ways to you know circumnavigate to, to get around those and and take care of them, address them, take advantage of this. The independent portfolio analysis, the Monte Carlo analysis, just 
Be one of the first five people to reach out today. 419-794-3030 is that phone number. It's 419-794-3030. You can also go online, arhq.com, and request it there as well. Gentlemen, there was an article from WalletHub that gives us a list of the most sinful cities of 2022 based on factors like violent crime, excessive drinking, and adult entertainment clubs. Not really a surprise that Las Vegas is ranked number one, followed by St. Louis, Philadelphia, Houston, Atlanta, my hometown. Making a <laughs> sign there, but it's not all bad news. The story also talked about charitable giving at which cities gave the most. And while many of us, you know, put off donations until the end of the year, really charitable feeling during the holidays, how can we do a better job of setting up contributions if we're so inclined uh, throughout the year in 2023? Well, I, I do think, you know, as somebody who's the board president uh, for a charitable organization, I work really closely with Hooves. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that that is, um, you know, my experience of working with that organization is a big part of those donations do come in towards the end of the year. And I think people, you know, do want to be actively more involved in, you know, helping out organizations, uh, not just financially at the end of the year, but maybe throughout the year and building into part of their overall plan. Um, We have done a lot of great things uh, on our show here with our what's called committed to the 419 section. And if you look at some of the updates, like let's build beds, uh, you know, Mike Horvath and his company and his group of army of volunteers, you know, they have gotten, I think, nearly 2,000 children in the Toledo area off the ground into beds with their program. And they're building beds all the time. So they're looking for volunteers to help build beds. They're looking for volunteers who want to donate pillows and blankets. Uh, to guys who want to get the drills and hammers and put the beds together. Uh, Hooves, if you look at what we're doing uh, in Hooves, as we had started this section here, I had heard the 108th Air Wing kind of flying overhead. You know, we at Hooves use rescue horses to rescue veterans. Uh, If you miss the news, uh, we are just launching uh, a program where we're going to save five more wild Mustangs. So the state of California has rounded up wild horses. Sure. And uh, the conditions of these wild horses are just not acceptable. It's, you know, we wouldn't want those conditions for our veterans, nor do we want these conditions for our wild horses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're taking a road trip and driving out to California. We're going to rescue five of the wild horses. And we need, you know, help from volunteers to, you know, not only fund that journey to go out and pick them up, uh, cover the cost of the different animals, but also, you know, help them with the uh, treatment of when they get home. We have a lot of retreats for our veterans coming up. You know, April, we've got an event, May, June, July, August, September, October. We've got an event, if you're a veteran, a first responder, or a caregiver, and you'd like to attend one of the retreats, uh, those would be things to do. Now, I keep talking, and say, about ways that people can get involved in charitable organizations. I think there's super powerful things that people can do. Uh, One of the ways, wouldn't you agree, Chaz, is that for those people who are philanthropic mining and they're after the age 72, so their required minimum distribution, or 73, again, depends on when you look at the rule changes, isn't there some things that they could do uh, with the required minimum distributions? Yeah, when when you get to that age, the required minimum distribution age, um, then that allows you to start donating from your IRA and your your, uh, pre-tax investments tax-free, essentially. So it allows you to donate money directly to one of those organizations or of the, the hundreds of great other organizations uh, that are charitably inclined here in Toledo and avoid having to pay taxes. So where we on those distributions, so where we see that come into play is 
you know, when we're talking about a financial plan and which does involve estate planning and, and charitable donations for some clients, if they're donating money out of their checking account on a monthly basis, let's say, it may be a lot better to, you know, forestall having donations come from your checking account, which is after tax, and then have us set up a, you know, either periodic or lump sum distribution directly to the, the organization at the end of the year. And as we talked about earlier in the beginning section, we talked about the new law changes that just got passed at the end of the year. It's called the Secure Act 2.0. Mm -hmm. There's also new rules for qualified charitable distributions. So not only what you're talking about, Chaz, in addition, beginning in uh, this year, 2023, individuals have a one-time opportunity to use qualified charitable distributions to fund uh, charitable remainder unit trust. Uh, charitable remainder annuity trust or a charitable gift annuity. Uh, it's up to $50,000 index for inflation can be directed using the one-time distribution option if a qualified or directed uh, to a, what is called a CRUD or a CRAT. And uh, again, I know a lot of this stuff gets kind of confusing. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd say the thing to remember is if you are philanthropic minded, uh, whether it's naming a charity as part of your beneficiary on your IRA or donating on an ongoing basis uh, through your required minimum of distribution or, or doing even something bigger like what we're talking about there. There's ways and there's new rules that went into effect this year that uh, can help you make sure that you can be able to have the impact and be able to do things where your charitable giving is all year long. Um, and even for those of you who maybe don't have the financial resources, uh, I just know a lot of the charitable organizations love uh, actual volunteers of your time and talents to help out. Yeah. You know, I find that if people believe in a cause, uh, they're more than willing and, and able to help people out. And uh, it's it's really comforting to see, especially when you see all the negativity, you know, uh, um, you know, the, the across the TV and, and uh, different different negative press and things like that it's good to see that there are uh, good people out there really helping out yeah and even if you don't have a charity in mind i know this you you may not um let's say for instance you, you're a business owner and you're getting ready to retire and you're expecting to have a big capital gain or a tax event mm -hmm. that you you know really would like to offset as a secondary benefit you know of of uh donating funds to charities, you also, you know, receive a, a tax deduction as we talked about, but you may not have an organization that you would want to donate $100,000 to all up front. So one of the advantages that we have access to through Charles Schwab is what we call donor advised funds. And donor advised funds are essentially accounts, investment accounts that you can invest and donate uh, a portion of money to. And at that point of donation, that is when the tax benefit applies. So in the previous example, if you're, retire, if you're a business owner retiring, you donate $100,000 to help avoid uh, a capital gain or to offset a, a particular capital gain. And then over time, you're able to do grants from that donor advised fund. So you could donate uh, you know, as much money as you wanted, how often you wanted, and, and then benefit lots of charities. But the main advantage is you know, you're donating, and you're getting a tax benefit all up front, but you don't have to give all 100000 or sure. the entire amount all at once to one organization. A key word that the guys said that when it comes to uh, making these qualified charitable distributions uh, specifically is the word directly. You want to make sure that the money goes directly to the organization. It doesn't touch your hands first because at that point, you're going to have to pay taxes on it. But there are ways to do it where 
you avoid paying taxes on it. The charity gets more of it. Uncle Sam gets less of it. Uh, it's a win all around. But to figure out the right way to go about doing that, to negotiate that, to navigate uh, these d- donations, whether it is you know one time or whether it is throughout the year, pick up the phone, give a call, see how it factors into your retirement plan. 419-794-3030 is that phone number. Once again, 419-794-3030. You can go online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. Don't forget a lot of great educational events coming up in the next couple months. Uh, you can find out more information about those, including how to go ahead and register, reserve your space, uh, arhq.com. Guys, a little bit of fun trivia. Uh, this week, back in 2007, Steve Jobs actually introduced the very first iPhone. We think what we've done is to reinvent the phone and uh, completely change what your expectations are going to be for what you can carry in your pocket. And since that time, Apple has sold more than 2.2 billion iPhones since 2007. There's a lot of reports of long lines for people to get the most updated version when released. Some people are actually upgrading every single year. I'm, I'm on more like the five-year track or whatever. My software becomes outdated myself. Yeah. My mom, <laughs> because I know because she's still on my phone plan. You know, while not as sexy or flashy as an iPhone 14 Pro Max, a lot of adults have been living for years without updating their estate or legacy plan. Let's let's talk about this. Can you explain why having a plan in place for when you pass uh, and having it updated is just as important as having the latest technology? Uh, it definitely creates a disaster if you don't have proper estate plans in place uh, from the get-go. You know, you can't change things after the fact. So, first of all, anybody that's listening, you know, when you think about estate plans, what I'm talking about is I'm talking about uh, you know a will, a trust, a healthcare, a financial, a general power of attorney you know, living well, there's kind of a package associated with what's involved in that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's online services that can get that done for you. There's local attorneys that you can sit down and have that done with. And the the most important thing is, is to get it done, to just get it in writing and make sure that you have it put together. You know, so if you haven't done that, I would just, again, kind of kick you in the butt, so to say, to say, you know, part of my 2023 resolutions is to check that off the box and you're doing that because you love the people that are in your family. You love the people that you care about. Because if you don't have an estate plan in place, uh, you know, the the state of Ohio has one for you. Uh, and it oftentimes involves probate, um, you know, public information, you know, a, a lot of time waste, a lot of cost. It just becomes a disaster. And it doesn't include your wishes. The state plan does not include your wishes, and that's that's for sure. Uh, it's just a way to protect your legacy and make sure that your wishes are carried out. I had this, unfortunately, come up a few times this year where uh, one of our clients left money to uh, a, a minor, and you know, unbeknownst to us, the, the parents don't have a guardianship. And so those funds can't be claimed even by the mother just because they have a, the uh, birth certificate. That doesn't necessarily mean that they are... The child's financial guardian maybe even a trust in that case might mm-hmm. make more sense mm-hmm. um secondly as you say scott when there's people that come into being or people unfortunately that go out of being you know that's usually a good time sure. to start to revisit your 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 uh, estate plan and then thirdly kind of along the same lines as some of the the um, points we made today about the secure act if you remember nolan secure act point uh, 1.0 actually eliminated the stretch IRA provision, Mm -hmm. which was kind of, you know, one of the stalwarts of financial planning in the sense that it allowed people who inherited retirement plans and qualified plans, IRAs, 401ks, 
to stretch out the required minimum distributions over their lifetime. And by doing, by having that ability, many clients and investors elected, you know, not to make their trust the beneficiaries and instead making a physical person mm -hmm. uh, with a life expectancy uh, the beneficiary. And so having, you know, said that after the two point, after the 1.0 Secure Act was passed, that stretch provision being eliminated changed a lot of the financial planning, a lot of the estate planning documents or you know, re required that some beneficiary designations be changed. And so that also, anytime there's any major legislation affecting your retirement plans, I think is a great time to revisit your estate plan. From somebody who's been in the business, uh, you know, well over 20 years, another observation that I would say is that people think they got it done because they have estate plans put in place. Mm -hmm. They don't understand that these are the areas that kind of overlap each other. Um, so first and foremost, what I would say is that the three of us were not attorneys. You should always seek the advice of a qualified right. attorney, you know, before making important legal decisions. But, you know, just because you have a will doesn't mean that's where your life insurance is going to go to, or it doesn't mean that's where your annuity goes to. You know, things like IRAs and retirement accounts, they have named beneficiaries on them. You know, so I had met together with somebody here recently, and, you know, I noticed that they didn't have... Uh, a secondary contingent beneficiary. And so something bad happened or, or the two people passed away, the life insurance could be probatable in that situation. Mm -hmm. So what you know, Scott and I did is we sat down and we created this ultimate estate planning checklist. And what we did is we took you know, our combined 50 years of experience and trying to put all of the things that we've seen happen over the years, such as the beneficiary mistakes, you know, where do you keep important documents? Who are the key contacts to put in place? We put all of this stuff together for you. And so if you're wondering, you know, is this something I need to look at? I'd say the first step is, is give us a call, get a copy of the ultimate estate planning checklist, and we can give you that. And then that would help give you some information to know what are the things that you need to update. And if you need some direction, we can give you some guidance uh, and get together and be more than happy to talk with your uh, estate planning attorney and help lead you down the right path. Just like with uh, upgrading new phones, it's not something you necessarily have to do every single year, every single cycle. But it is something that you want to revisit now and then and make sure that it is still the best thing for you going forward. And the team at America's Retirement Headquarters can help you with that, help you look at the, the pros and cons with the ultimate estate planning checklist uh, to obtain a copy and to begin the process. Give a call, 419-794-3030. Once again, that's 419-794-3030. Online, americasretirementheadquarters.com or arhq.com. Don't forget, if you missed previous editions of the show, you can always check them out via podcast. Just search for America's Retirement Headquarters wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we want to thank you so much for joining us this week, spending part of your weekend with us here on the show. Please have a great week ahead of you. Be safe out there. Uh, gentlemen, as always, grateful for the time. And as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Yeah, great quote this week. It is better to live rich than to die rich. So have a great week, folks. Uh, just remember when you think retirement, think America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, 
attorney and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.